When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody and welcome to The Bachelorette Rehab Up. I'm Amy here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing the better than some of the guys in this house, apparently. <laughs> yeah. You haven't been posed any challenges by anyone lately? Nope. Certainly not. <laughs> like I said on the Too Hot to Handle podcast, probably would never be my personal issue. <laughs> yeah, I think this became Too Hot to Handle in a weird way this episode, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, we are joined by our own podcasting queen, Mari Forth. What is up? Welcome back, best friend of the podcast. Hi, guys. I'm really excited to see what kind of tea is spilled today. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have a debate about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, phrases uh, Katie has never said in her life for uh, 500, Alex. Like, okay. Oh, so shade. <laughs> yes. Are we doing a shade? <laughs> is this a read? Um, <laughs> are we doing a reading? Is this the library is open <laughs> oh my god thank you guys i'm so glad to be back um your shows have of course been incredibly too short so i'm here to um make this <laughs> the longest podcast you've had in the weeks now um thank you for having me i'm so so happy to be here to talk about this episode in particular you guys have, you guys said it last week like this season has been really good like surprisingly good um the last few episodes have been so good this one was banging and i'm just so glad I've, i'm here to talk about it or was it lack of banging <laughs> <laughs> you're right there it is there it is you're all weak folks <laughs> tip your waitresses please you, you can you can uh what's it called not venmo because that doesn't exist in canada what's the other one you can pay oh, five dollars if you laugh venmo john get on that i was just about to say i was like what is he doing like, <laughs> nobody thinks about us canadians up here by ourselves with no venmo no um yeah this was an interesting episode but a couple of um news stories to get to first not a big news week but um the VIP cast did drop, so we'll talk about that at the end of the episode, so stay tuned for that, but um, let's see, there was do we want the happier news or the bummer news first? Let's go with bummer, I think, yeah, so then we can kind of rev up to our our, our coverage. Okay. I agree. 
All right. So there were some problematic tweets that surfaced from one of the current contestants, um, Justin. Uh, they were for yeah. from when he was much younger. I didn't get to hear him on. He was 14, but he did. 14. Uh-huh. Um, homophobic. I think some uh, reading some colorism tweets um, and he did appear on Bachelor Happy Hour this this week to address it. I just haven't had a chance to listen to it, but um, I did see a statement from him that, you know, even though these tweets were when I was 14, they should never have come out of my mouth. And so he was upfront about apologizing and taking accountability for them. Did either of you hear any more or see any more about this? I just noticed the story today. Um, I'm reading the USA Today article like I was right before this and I'm like holding it in my hand right now um, and it seems like I mean the apology seems very genuine it's not a whole like for those who I've offended type deal so mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the classic <laughs> the classic exactly so I'm um, I I think this is at least the, the first step in the right direction. I'm not about to read it because it seems like it's at least two paragraphs long, mm-hmm. but it's essentially like, even yet, yeah, like you said, even though I was young, I should have never said that. Um, he's had this whole uh, journey and the biggest takes away is personal growth. Um, and he says he has no issue owning up and apologizing from the bottom of his heart for the really hurtful words he said. So, I mean, again, that's a, that is a good step in the the right direction. So we'll see if he, he follows it up um, with any, um, you know, some good actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is very much not my apology to accept on any front. Exactly. Um, but I, I, I do think that um, we should we should be leaving some room for, like you said, accountability was a long time ago. Not an excuse to put those kind of words out there. Cause I I know um, there's probably millions of 14 year olds who would never, ever say anything like this and that on the internet. Um, But I, I, I think is if he's willing to understand what he said was wrong and know why it's wrong and understand which communities he's hurt and how he's hurt them and atone for that and like you said Mari like not say I'm sorry you were offended like very much like no what I said was stupid (laughs) that was bad um and I'm not trying to say like I'm not trying to advocate for like let's cover things up um which I I feel like these contestants and maybe like a lot of people should just do like a quick keyword search on their Twitter and see if they've said anything really stupid in the past. Right. And maybe do like a quick delete. And I'm <laughs> sorry if that comes off as like a dirty delete, but if if there's tweets in your timeline that you feel like don't align with your values anymore, that's something that you should consider removing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure if that's just me. Like, and I don't want people to think like I, I want people to hide what they've said or what they've done but it's just kind of like if that's not your values or not what you believe or if you're just trying to say that to be funny to like your douche bro friends like I think that's something you should look back at and maybe delete before going on a national television show 
I heard like old school Twitter was like the wild, wild west like out there. I, I don't know. I just recently started using Twitter when I first started discovering like RHAP and stuff like that five years ago. So in comparison, I, I was like, he had tweets from 13 years ago. Like, that's yeah. <laughs> or maybe Facebook. I, I don't know. I because I've done that where like some of my Facebook posts weren't like like bad in that way but just like oh what was i thinking was <laughs> who was i yeah like, would they pop up in your memories and you go yes i don't think this needs to be around forever exactly <laughs> exactly never slurs or anything like that but definitely like this was not, this didn't need to be said at all yeah like uh, i hate social studies like <laughs> okay that doesn't need to live around forever <laughs> or back in the days on facebook when it was like you used to type it as like oh mariama is this and it's like all of my it, it was always like yeah it, uh, is eating cereal like nobody cares <laughs> <laughs> you're yes. not alone in that but it's like a big thing back in the day it's like <laughs> and now when they pop up in the memories That's the so grammar weird. is so awkward oh my god yeah so all right the happier story um Round two, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss, who fell in love during the first two weeks of filming The Bachelorette in fall 2020, are engaged again. A source exclusively confirms to Us Weekly. Good for them. I believe in this couple. I wanted them to last. I love love. I love Claire. I want her to find peace and happiness. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And I just want all of those haters, all of you on Twitter who are calling Claire all sorts of names and saying how Dale is going to drop her like a bad habit. I mean, he kind of did for a little bit, but it doesn't matter. They are back together. They are making it work. I'm very happy for them because I like I said, when I was on here um, the first time with with the Claire thing is I, I love Claire. She was like always one of my favorites in Bachelor Nation. So, um, yeah, it was a little weird when she ran off with him after two weeks. But I am so glad to hear that they're like they're doing better and and um it seems like maybe kind of staying out of the limelight has really helped. So yeah, I, I think he just probably went through a lot right when um their portion of the season ended. Like I bet it was kind of whiplash feeling. I I feel like probably that whole six months was just a lot, and I can understand why he might kind of go like back up a little bit and like everything was a lot but I'm glad that they they found their ways to each other again yeah um I also saw she did an Instagram um video or live where she talked about she is having all these health issues and was finally determined to be caused by her breast implants um so she's getting them removed this is so crazy because this has been happening with so many people Mm-hmm. Like I've heard this a lot lately that like they're getting like I, what's it called like breast implant like leaking or something or just like, like the body's rejecting them yeah because like you know we'll 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 talk more about drug lace later but that's mm-hmm. why Michelle Visage got her breast implants removed was because she was like chronically ill for like 30 years and they kind of determined that that could be the case and a lot of these breast implants were made to only last like Mm. 10 to 15 years and then we're getting to mm. a point where people have had them for like 20 years and it's pretty crazy like it's really crazy yeah yeah the, yeah oh my gosh it, we will talk about drive race i'm excited about that but that is i did not know that i hope she's feeling better 
Man, they need a. I, so, will they have to like keep replacing them or just keep them out? That is like well, Michelle kept them out, but yeah, just keep them out. Like, and I know Carolyn Lin- Lenny, who was on a couple seasons ago, she might have been on Nick's season. Like, mm. hers were fairly new, and she got them out pretty recently because she was kind of freaked out about the situation. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess it goes to show like kind of like with anything, you know, um, it takes time when when you introduce like new surgeries or new medicine and stuff like that. You just never know what will happen over time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. So it is good that they're speaking up about it because, yeah, I didn't realize it was happening to so many other people, too. Yeah, like this is something I feel like I've only been hearing a a lot about within the last year or so. A year or two, yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually called an explant. So I see that Carolyn Lenny has a um like highlighted story about it on her page. So all right. So those are the two stories we have. Um so let's dive into this episode with the a typical way that it starts out, um, ladies. Either of you want to <laughs> excited to I, talk about this topic? I mm-hmm. am so incredibly naive, and I had a couple of people text me and be like, "What the hell is happening on this show?" I am so naive <laughs> that it never even. We, we've been studying this show for over seven years now. Uh-huh. It never once crossed my mind. That they would masturbate in the house. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. It never crossed my mind. I guess, yeah. Like that's not a front mind type of thing. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, like a oh, okay. Like you now that you brought like, it up. Pass by in a jet ski at the back of my head. Like never for <laughs> one second was I ever like, hmm, I wonder if they do the diddly do in the house. I'd be like, no, there's there's too many bunk beds for that. <laughs> But well, they don't they have bunkers now. They have hotel rooms. So I guess, you know what? I guess so. I guess in the last few seasons, it's been a lot easier. You know what? Power to them. Have at her. I think it's rude. I don't know. I think it's so weird that she's asking them not to do that. I just feel like it's unnecessary and kind of weird. And where did this come yes. from? So for the exactly. people that didn't watch the episode, um, <laughs> she just is meeting with Tasha and Caitlin. They're talking about the guys like, oh, thanks for introducing me to Blake, Tasha. Oh, like who else is in your like who are you excited about obviously greg you know it was kind of girl chat and then she's like i have this idea for a challenge and i i don't know where it came from but she yeah basically the master of your domain seinfeld challenge for an older reference Mm -hmm. but wants the guys to hold out for a week and for what are the stakes well for what like just to see like she Talked a lot about being offended if they can do it. It was confusing. Yeah. Who? Who? First off, who told her that there was a lot of like masturbating going on? (laughs) Like, who was? She's like, I heard. Like, yeah. Who is? Who is telling you this? And then don't want. I don't want that job to be telling her. (laughs) I see. I'm wondering. Are they telling her because they're just like, oh, she's so comfortable with it. Like, I guess. I don't know. I got. You know what? That's. Oh my god! I just. I'm so crude. I'm so crude that I could never in five million years have that conversation. (laughs) They're like sex positivity, so we get to tell you this, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that was uh, then. Like and like you said, Amy. Like okay, so do you want them to hold out or you don't? Because you you kind 
to insinuate if they don't hold out, then they're turned on by you. I'm so confused. Yeah. By this. <laughs> and the name? Did you grab the name, Amy? Project Whoa Whoa. We- oh, don't. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> What does the whoa whoa stand for? A week <laughs> off whacking off. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> I could not figure it yeah. out. I couldn't either, but I wasn't willing to dedicate any brain power to doing so. No, yeah. I did. I try I tried. I, was, <laughs> I thought it was like because she said whoa. I thought it was like W-O-A-H. So I was like, oh. week off week off a hand job. Like right. I don't know, <laughs> I yeah, don't no. know. I have the closed <laughs> captions on, so. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. This it's is still where we're opening it, but... up, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where we're going. The beginning. Yeah. yeah, and even Tisha and Kayla at first were like, because she said, I want them to, like, refrain from self-care. And so they're like, oh, yeah, like, no facials. Like, <laughs> no, like, take away their sunscreen. And then, no, she's like, no, like, you know, downstairs or whatever she said. And oh, then Tisha was like, Okay, I'm out. Like, she did not show up to tell. Whereas Caitlin was like, okay, I'm going to go tell the guys. And the guys were so confused. Everybody was confused. Like, did, who, how did Katie come up with this? But I, yeah. I still, I still like Katie. I think she is, um, I'm sorry, I didn't get to say this at the top. I think yeah, no, like, tell that, us how you're feeling yeah. about the season in general. Like, we forgot to ask you. We were too distracted. But I know. We, we were, <laughs> we were. Joking, joking around there. Um, no. Um, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Like, she's one of the best, like, bachelorettes in like one of my favorites because I, I, I love Claire and Tasha's season. Um, Rachel Lindsay is probably my all-time favorite bachelorette, and then you know I dipped in and out after that. Um, so I, I just think she is so different. I do like, you know, at first I was like this is going to get old like I think I think the sex positivity thing I was like okay this is going to get old but I feel like they've been handling it in such a way that actually like actually uh, makes you want to talk about different topics when it, in regards to sex more than just making it kind of a joke with like Colton being a virgin you know what I'm saying um and she just feels like a breath of fresh air as a lead and I know that's what they're trying to portray her as especially in the beginning it felt a little forced but i think now that we're in the like the meat and potatoes of who katie ashley is as a bachelorette you can just definitely tell she is genuinely like like that down to earth very sweet type of type of deal but also very very relatable so yeah um, and i feel like we're getting a lot of story from her that we have never gotten from a lead before like Mm -hmm. we have a lead who is talking openly about her sexual assault she's talking about how her parents didn't work out um she's talking mm-hmm. about you know like the um problems she's had in relationships what she's looking for um and if, i feel like that's not something we've been getting very often i i feel like so often that our leads are like my parents have been married for 45 years and they're exactly who i look looking <laughs> for love advice and it's kind of like that's just not the case with so many people that i like having katie here who knows that she's she wants and um it, or is willing at least to explore other options yeah i think that's exactly it it's, it's been a really good season to watch honestly and then i think it really helps that it follows up matt season because it would i hated i hated that season. 
<laughs> like just we talked about it in, in like the finale, but it just it, it tainted everything. And mm-hmm. and um, I agreed with you guys were saying where you want to kind of read the spoilers for this season, but then you don't because it's just so good that it's like I don't I want to let this story unfold out. And that's exactly where I'm at. Whereas last season, I was like, yeah, give me the spoilers because I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the two hour episodes never feel too long where mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like so often when it comes to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, those two hours start to feel like an absolute slog at this point. But I'm really not Agreed. feeling that. Yeah. So this is just a it's just been a great season. Um, again, I'm so happy to be here. Let We can continue. I'm sorry. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> This is the, hey, this is this is your stage tonight. We're we are here all the time. They know what we think. They are in it for you today. Exactly. So yeah, Caitlin introduces it to the guys. Everyone seems pretty thrown off by this. Um, so talking about how difficult it will be, um, and but that they will do that for Katie and they, they set their sights on Blake as the one who would have the most trouble with it. And we learn later on that he is one who will explain to Katie his whole schedule about it. So, um, and how much what a concept to yeah. me, scheduling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is now the second bachelorette season in a row where it's come up how Blake is like always horny. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sir, this is this is what you're getting painted the brush with here. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just very much feel like him and I would not be compatible. Yeah, <laughs> this is all many ways. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Then we get the, you know, of course, everyone wants... The one-on-ones this week, it's getting, you're feeling the pressure with the guys that this process is, you know, halfway through already. That's the one thing I'm having trouble with these seasons, these shortened seasons or these quarantine, you know, one location seasons is I feel like there's so many people we don't get to know. And so it doesn't seem like the same type of halfway point that on a typical season. But um, Justin is the one who gets the one-on-one and he's somebody I feel like we have not Aside from him, like painting something the first night, a couple makeouts, I know nothing about him. 
And um, do you feel like you know about him now? No, I still feel like I don't. <laughs> I feel like this date was all like hearing more about Katie's story, which is really fascinating. But I don't know that he usually on these one on ones, like you hear like some kind of story about from the guy, like some getting mm-hmm. to know them on a deeper level. And we really didn't. But um, he wasn't really on yeah. my radar until, oh, he's getting a one on one. I could not have I, the, how these one on ones went. I. <laughs> I could not have predicted it. So as soon as Justin got this one-on-one card, I was like, okay, here it is. We're, where we're at, we're episode, what, four, five, five now. Um, uh, one-on-ones have been going great. We need that, that one-on-one boot. I was like, Justin, you know, I was like, easy done. He's, he's getting the boot. Then when I saw the one-on-one, I was like, oh, the wedding, they're doing the whole wedding one with the vows. I was like, oh, yeah, this man is getting das boot. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I felt like that, too. Yeah. I was like, Katie's going to realize at the altar that this is not the dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they were taking their pictures and they were like all goofy, it wasn't that serious. I was like, OK, this is where she tells him he's a great friend, but she doesn't see anything with him. And I was just shocked. Um, mm-hmm. I, her story was um, like, oh, my gosh. Wow, Katie, like man so her her the man she thought was her father passed away and then i guess after he passed away that's when her mom told her that he wasn't her biological father mm-hmm. and that her biological father was still alive and wanted a relationship with her is that correct that's what i understood yeah. it as mm, okay so she said her story. mom kept it from me so i don't know if her the dad who raised her new or not she didn't mention oh, that but this yeah. is absolutely like earth shattering and if i'm yes. being honest i i would rather never know that <laughs> yeah right like i don't know that that was my first thought i was like and what was the period of more it didn't sound like there was no mourning period for her to then tell her at least like from the the story i was like did you, did, you, did he pass away and then you immediately said oh well it's okay you got another one like what oh is gosh. happening here like i i just i was just like dumbfounded but again like you said katie is being so open and vulnerable and just letting it all hang out there it was amazing amazing to watch now it being to justin i was like uh you know uh, and and it didn't even happen with like Michael you know on Michael A's day when I I thought he wasn't really a front runner and then his one-on-one day I was like oh my god he's gonna be here till the final four I just didn't get I don't get anything from this Katie and Justin connection and then when they kiss you guys know I hate people kissing on tv so (laughs) is watch shows of people kissing but as I was like peering through my eyes I was like oh Oh my god it does not look like they are kissing good so yeah, there was no like spark and i wonder if it's just um i, I want to think about the difference a little bit between this justin date where she kept him and this connor date where he, she didn't keep him yeah and i wonder if it's because she could feel so much that connor was so into her and she wasn't at that level where she kind of feels like her and justin are at the same level of like they enjoy each other other's existence but they know that this isn't it so it's easier to keep mm. the guy around mm-hmm. that makes a little bit more sense uh question like, yeah like yeah, there's no spark there's no like real chemistry yeah. there we still didn't learn anything about this dude no not at all Haley, did you write your your vows i did actually yeah i both ethan and i well okay by that i mean 
Um, I was pretty adamant that we write our own vows. I just feel mm. like we're um, you've seen enough rom-coms writer. yeah yeah exactly you know, actually i quoted the rom-com in in oh. my uh in my vows um wow i i did because our wedding was so small and so like it, it, it was only the ceremony there was no reception i wanted everything to feel very intentional mm-hmm. um and so the vows were always something i very much wanted to write um because I did, I did, I did want it to feel like it was very personal mm. to us. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because um, yeah, we adamantly did not write our vows. Mm. We were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like <laughs> we <have> enough pressure. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are not writers. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we just collaborated on what the you know the pastor said. But like, yeah. I did, that is so hard. That is like a hard spot to put somebody in you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah. especially especially somebody- a guy you you barely know <laughs> exactly and that's what that was gonna be my next thing like we knew each other for seven years and i refused <laughs> to write our vows like could you imagine knowing somebody for like three weeks and then like having to write your oh i can't i was like oh that whole i don't like this wedding date but i get I it i get it. why it's necessary yeah i don't get why it's necessary it feels like so <laughs> much it feels yeah. like so forceful into like what allegedly this process is supposed to be which is marriage i don't Mm -hmm. like um end goal marriage has never really been something for me that's um totally made sense in my brain like not that not that i don't enjoy the existence of my my current husband or anything it's just that um it was never like an absolute necessity for me like uh like my wedding day like that's why the universe spited me by having to change my venue three times within like three months um but i just i feel like this sort of situation should be reserved for like the moment and yeah i am pretty traditional in that like i very much uh wanted ethan to spend the night away from our house the night before our wedding like i didn't want him to know anything about my dress i didn't want to do a first look and if that is something you want to do please know that you are happy to do your day the way you want, but I very much wanted it to be like a once moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and again, I, I have watched so many rom-coms that it has turned my brain into absolute heart shaped soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did not like that. She had to like walk down the aisle I don't think that needed to be there to force her to have a story about like thinking about her dad and sharing that story. I think that could just be a story you bring up. And I feel like the wedding dates we've had in the past, it's more a photo shoot and they could have had a lot of fun with Franco, like trying on different outfits. That's what Tasha and Zach had. It just seemed more lighthearted. It wasn't like, I mean, maybe that they had a ceremony as well, but um I don't know. I like it. I think more on the group date when everyone gets a different style wedding dress and it's just kind of a funny thing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, you can kind of just more poke fun at it. But then, you know, you get that the multiple women or guys, depending on the season, get that chance to kiss the lead and um, just kind of brings out that drama. But this one felt just strange it didn't feel fun and then you have the pressure of franco saying like your vows must be iconic something she's never heard before so i can't imagine like having to put that pressure on as well it's not really your wedding day 
it's it's just to scare them into like a decision, I guess. Like, do I is do I really want this? It's it's literally a scare tactic. We yeah, don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You want they they want the cold feet almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe the producers are hoping that he would just realize, like, yeah, I'm not really in this for marriage, and he would peace out, or they're just Katie would realize. I don't know. I just don't. I didn't see like a strong chemistry there. Mm-hmm. either but yeah they move on to the next portion um she tells that story and then private concert but this was actually like a legit artist that has a lot of followers so um yeah. <laughs> i like the song <laughs> this is like a first what did you guys think I was, that's a, i was just gonna ask that exact question i was like okay who is this person why do i kind of like this song it yeah. was the first time where i was actually like oh i'm listening Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. It was a bit of an earworm, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. So I actually heard him on a podcast. Um, he was on Nick Files podcast and talked about. Um, so it's Max and Max Music on Instagram. He requested to be on the show because during lockdown, or you know the U.S.'s version of lockdown, his wife had a new baby and they were watching, I think maybe the greatest seasons ever. And then he got into like, he had never seen the show, but then watched like 20 seasons. <laughs> so he I was like, need I need to be to, on. Like, we are not on video, but I need you to know how high my eyebrows are raised in yeah. absolute shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched the show. So, um, and then, you know, so, so why is it sketchy that Hunter's a big fan, but it's not <laughs> sketchy that Max the singer is a big fan, huh? 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 Yeah. <laughs> He's like the new super fan. Um, and is that how they book acts? Like that right. they they find people off of Instagram? That would make sense. It made me start thinking. I was like, what kind? What acts would I want to see on the Bachelorette mm-hmm. that like that could still provide that kind of like smooth, mellow date type of music? You know, depending on the date setting. Am I, I making this up? Mm-hmm. Was Shaggy a performer on the Bachelor one time? He was on. Um, Listen to your heart. Okay, right? that mm-hmm. okay, okay. That, that, that would make more, more sense. Cause Ethan said something about Shaggy being on the show, and I was like, <laughs> this sounds familiar, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> I would I, I would think they just went to a show. I, it wasn't like he was on there to be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think I would personally think um I want Chloe and Hallie on The Bachelorette. Like, can they oh. be on Michelle season? That would be such a good pull. Yes. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh. They have that really nice R and B feel. Um, But that's what I. That's who I root for. But yeah, I like Max Music. (laughs) I feel like they're they're the perfect level of famous for this show too, Mm -hmm. where you get the name recognition, but you're, but they still have an opportunity to reach a wider audience. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Exactly that. And then I think still my favorite one to ever come on the show and I, I still can't even wrap my head around how they got them is the cranberries. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Was that in Ireland? Yeah. Okay, that's maybe why. It was the Jared date with Caitlin. Oh, yeah. And he's just like a big like music fan and yeah, yeah that was cool. Um, yeah, no, and then Haley, you were talking about being naive of like something that ever crossed your mind. So this was something that the the singer said about how 
that they have to like sing the same song over and over again. And that never crossed my mind. I was just like, Oh, they walk in and like, they get <laughs> serenaded with one song and yeah. it's like done. And it's like, you talked about how like between takes, you just be like, okay, here comes that song you heard again. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, oh, this makes hilarious. sense. Why when, when we see them like full on makeout, like that could be the third time they've heard the song and they're more comfortable with each other. You know, or <laughs> 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 I like, can you play anything else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we get to the point where there's no bachelor shows and we have to come up with all sorts of content, we'll need to bring Mike Bloom on to like rank all of the like bachelor <laughs> private concerts combined. Um, oh my god! Just another yeah, ranking. Season. Mm-hmm. An off-season pod. If you guys ever get an off-season ever again, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in March yeah. next year. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I think we have to assume that they have no trouble with kissing um, because she gives him a rose and um, he's the only one that's secure on this date with a rose because we'll see in the group date that she doesn't give one out. Um, So at some point there's a scene back at the house. I think it's like before this group date where we see um, Hunter talking to Greg and Hunter shares that he sees a top four and that top four is himself, Greg, Connor B and one other person. He hasn't decided on that fourth person yet. <laughs> so I don't know. Blake's Ooh. right there. Like, <laughs> Andrew. Hunter, was, Hunter was wrong and loud. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, with his whole chest, just yeah. completely way off target. You love wrong this and shit. loud. I love that so much. <laughs> exactly um so that that gets the the ball rolling about hunter you know the guys have kind of had their sights set on him lately because he's so calculated he's the super fan and uh yeah we'll see that play out on this date but i want you two to take it away because i know you guys are huge drag race fans and this group date is hosted by two like all star drag queens, right? Not a spoiler alert. Winners. Yep. Winners. All right. Yeah, they both won um, all star or drag race all stars. And Mari, I don't know if this is the case for you. I know we kind of messaged about it earlier in the week how mm-hmm. excited we were to see these two fantastic drag queens on this show. Mm-hmm. And I was so let down. Not by them, just by what it was that they had to do. Like, I feel like we didn't utilize Shay and Monet to to what they what they are. Like, they're they're so brilliant. They're so funny. And I just feel like we got like a a PG version of, of what it is they can do. And I don't even think it's like they need to be sexed up or they need to do this or that or swear. It's just like it was so like, hey. Let me tell you, I was like, I got so excited. Monet Exchange is arguably my favorite drag queen ever. Like, literally, um, it's her and Bob the Drag Queen are like my complete top favorites. And then Shea Coulee is like right there, too. So we have Monet Exchange. We had Shea Coulee. And the way they introduced 
Deuce the Challenge is very, if it, to all our Drag Race fans out there who are listening to this podcast, you know what they did. They were, um, I thought the library was open. I thought I, we were going to have a where the, well, Give me the glasses. We are doing a reading challenge, but no, we are doing one of those lame debate challenges and it right. wasn't even a good version of it. It like, made no sense. None of it made any sense. And I'm trying to figure out if... Um, like who missed the mark here? Like not the drag queens because the way that they explained it, I did feel like they were like, okay, it's reading, it's shade's gonna be thrown. Oh my god, listening to that many straight men say throwing shade. I, was like, I oh, am geez. throwing the shade. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I cannot with this. But they they explained it like it was still supposed to be kind of be funny, and they're like it's a roast, yet it's a debate. Like and then it's also throwing shade. Like that that makes sense if you've been to any one of those three. It feels like all of those men had no idea what any of those words meant. Um, I liked how did um didn't Andrew was it Andrew S had a whole bunch of like good jokes or Trey had a whole bunch of good jokes when they were doing the part where Monet and Shay were visiting each contestant but then none of the where are the jokes where are the jokes it's like RuPaul (laughs) says like make me laugh and I didn't laugh I was just like taken aback almost because this is not the first time we've had drag queens on the show we uh, we saw Alyssa Edwards and Trixie Mattel and I think maybe Katya um do a do a little performance or like do the the talent show with the guys they could have done a talent show or i guess we already kind of did the talent show but like i feel like we could have done something we could have done anything with these like wonderful people and it just wasn't it It felt it felt very much like let's tick some boxes to show we're hip and cool and like looking at diversity how can we do that i know yeah two black drag queens like (laughs) yes like there you go Twitter, like we're on top of things. Exactly. They're two brilliant performers who were horrifically underutilized. And it was clear that and the men were like not super comfortable with like relating to them almost or talking to them. Like when they Mm -hmm. were walking around and doing the jokes, it was like it felt clunky and I don't think it was on Shay and Monet. I think these guys just like aren't that funny either. And I think like Monet especially is like so clever that it just Mm -hmm. wasn't like it wasn't landing for the guys and it was being it was weird and the challenge was so bad like if we just did a roast or why was it a debate plus a roast so then they it didn't become a roast and they weren't really debating anything so it was so muddied in the concept i don't know it was very much like they put their budget towards actually getting monet and shay and like once they (laughs) like they signed the contract they're like they forgot to plan something plan something exactly and i guess they wanted to kind of keep it like a debate or a roast because we've we've seen that in the bachelorette like nation before we've seen a roast we saw a roast for a clear season um and and i think debating is kind of like uh, I, I think they really wanted the guys to try and put a spin on it just none of the guys were funny and and they took it as a a, a chance to just like you know bombard hunter you know they didn't none of them at least they didn't show it because you know we didn't see a lot of andrew s we didn't see michael a really say anything um i don't think we saw greg oh no we saw greg do a freaking poem i don't understand um so i i don't know where that that it's just these men don't know what throwing shade is that's all it is like it, it was supposed to be fun 
jokes, but I guess since there's actual animosity there, it just dissolved really quickly, especially after that whole Trey overheard Hunter <laughs> talking to Shay thing. So, so Amy, how did you feel about that? Did you, yeah. what did, did, that, did that actually happen? You think? Well, they did get a shot of Trey, like mm-hmm. raising his eyebrows, like, look, but I didn't see him in the same shot as um, Hunter. Exactly. So hmm, that is a you know, good conspiracy theory there. But we did see, you know, the conversation when um, Shay was talking to Hunter. And he, at that point, I thought he had a good answer about, she said, you know, are you in love with Katie? And he's like, you know, we really haven't had enough time where I would feel comfortable or like we haven't had enough time to give that that attention or something like that where it was just like he hasn't had that one-on-one essentially so to be able Mm -hmm. to be at that point to say that um he wasn't at that point but but then then, but then he was asked or like one of the other guys called Mm -hmm. him out and said like that's you're kind of being which i i did feel like he was kind of being misleading by saying just falling in love oh um yeah, Katie, I am falling in love with you. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty misleading based on what he had said before. And I wanted very much. I just wanted Shay to be like, no, like, me too. too vague, too vague. Like, that's right. not what you said. Like, you said something completely different here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that, like, because I, I caught that on my second rewatch, like, because I, I watched it again and I think. I missed it the first time where um, you know they had the cut of Trey pretending like he heard Hunter or if he actually heard Hunter but I, I, I missed Hunter actually saying that to Shay um, and then when he took that time so stupid he took that debate time to sit there and just say nice things to yeah. Katie I'm like this is annoying like throw the shade I was just like I was like Shay and Monet I was like come on y'all aren't doing what we said right. I, and yeah I, I was really hoping Shay uh, I wonder if she did I wonder if at some point like she did confirm that you know um but I was just like I I don't like the guys keep chiming in and finding a new villain. Y'all talked about it like every week but I did think it was appropriate there if Trey actually heard that I do think it was the appropriate time to be like, oh, I overheard Hunter saying that he wasn't comfortable saying that. And now all of a sudden he's saying that then that, you know, he should have left it on the debate stage. He shouldn't have brought it to that the cocktail uh, the party afterwards, though. Yeah, like Trey, I feel like he was like feeling good about how um, telling Katie about what uh, thomas went like he was uh-huh. like oh that went well like let's just keep doing it and it was just kind of like no but like this far in the process focus on yourself don't worry about anything else don't worry about anyone else and i think it's kind of wild that um how like the villain kept switching like week to week uh-huh. like we we're getting these two episode villain arcs and i feel like we're gonna get that starting next week with blake we're gonna get his two episode villain arc with like is he actually in love with katie or is he just there for whatever um but uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. It's just I. I it was a I, bad group date. Yeah, and I was like feeling more on Hunter's side than anyone. But I was, and don't get me wrong. I understand this is editing. <laughs> I was a little annoyed that he was going back on stuff he very much said on camera. <laughs> like when when somebody was like. Yo, like you said, you said that you you knew who the top four was, and he was like, "No, I didn't." And Greg's just like, 
And, and maybe <laughs> maybe that was not Hunter's actual response at the time. It was like, maybe he didn't say, no, I didn't. Um, but I, don't, I, I feel like that would be some pretty interesting editing if that were the case. Right. Yeah. Long story short with this group date, I was excited. I thought the library was open. I was ready to read because reading is what? Fundamental. <laughs> and we were grossly let down. So I, I walked away very upset um, and thought that uh, y'all wasted some talents and we got no shit. No shade thrown. No. Yeah, it felt like a just absolute waste. Amy, like you don't really know too much about these queens. Like, what did you, no? What but, did like you, I know. What, like, what did you feel about this? Like the best parts of the episode or of the date were when they were like making fun of the guys to open it up. So I was getting excited, <laughs> um, and when they were going around, and so I was like, okay, I'm excited because I like the roast date on Claire season, and it's so funny to me that, um those guys got so into roasting and it like backfired because Claire is not like someone that seems like she watches roast or appreciates that type of humor. And she just got so upset that they piled on Dale, but the guys really dedicated and had good jokes. And whereas Katie is someone that she wants a sense of humor. I think she wants guys that are going to actually participate in the state. So for them to like go the sincere route or, Oh, like I'm not going to say, you know, go that route i'm not gonna make fun of anyone um is really showing you're not compatible with katie and it was just so boring to watch them just sort of question hunter's intentions but then yeah yeah not do any reads not do any roasting and not debate anything so (laughs) (sighs) but yeah i loved um shay and monet so hopefully they can come back and we'll regroup and the producers can figure out like how to utilize them better I'm just tired of not having drag queens on every season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, um, I just, I find, uh, you know, I, I told you guys before, um, before recording, but like, I literally watch Drag Race to fall asleep every night. Like, I find mm-hmm. it peaceful and like calming. So good. So good. And, do I wake up in the middle of the night to a lip sync from, you know, <laughs> Debbie Lovato? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did a complete rewatch during the pandemic, and I am like a full on a Patreon of like the sibling rivalry podcast with Bob and Monet. So, like, oh I, I love Drag Race, and it is just, I felt like this was a teaser that just, I didn't need it. If you're not going to give me the whole thing, don't tease me with, with this greatness. Uh, I guess I I know we'll, I don't want to rush or rush, but the the closing um, the scenes with with Katie and Shay and Monet were so hilarious. Like yeah. Katie looks so tiny. Compared- yes, <laughs> she. I loved I loved the like the only part of the debate I liked was when they would pan to Shay Monet and Katie, and she just looked like a you know like she was going. I mean, to see Santa and her her two moms were bringing her to see her, and they looked yeah. so tall. <laughs> I love I love a huge height difference; like it thrills me. Oh my gosh, amazing! Like how so tall are Shay and um, Monet? Like over six foot, both of them, correct? Yeah, like, I think so. Yeah, I think. And then, in, six and then in full heels and full hair, like oh, I love it. <laughs> Crazy. I've been watching um, Drag Race UK before bed um, the last couple nights, and in season two, Ellie Diamond is just 
so much taller than every other single person there. It's just outrageous. I love it so much. Exactly. And I, I, you know, this is the Bachelorette podcast, so we're not going to continue to talk about drag yeah, race. But <laughs> I mean, Cinnamon and Beth's territory. Here. Exactly. Right, right, right. We respect them over there. So this is why ABC should not bring on and tease us with drag queens, especially really awesome, famous ones, and then give us nothing. And then we have to just dream about what we could have gotten. So yeah. I blame I blame ABC. Even if and was like, I know who they are. And he was like excited to see them. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's go to the second. The second part was such like a buzzkill. Like, I don't know how any of the guys oh could have considered jacking off this week anyway. Like, it was just <laughs> so down. And like, I it just, oh, like, try a baby. Like, why are you, why are you wasting your time talking about Hunter? He doesn't even matter and it's just and it upset katie and then she puked she was like the living embodiment of that alien meme like that ethan i love quoting and it's like mom i puked mom i just threw up mom I just <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i think the i mean you know andrew s i i know you guys love andrew s i love andrew s just give me more andrew s because we did not need any of the shenanigans of trey jane James and Aaron like and and Aaron just has like such a good read on the situation which is like why mm -hmm. are you wasting your time it doesn't matter if if you're gonna end up with Katie you're going to end up with Katie and like that's what you should be focusing on and I just love I love his approach to it because I feel like we're not we don't really get that approach too often like we we will see the guys not get involved or get involved we never see the guys who are like what does it matter to you Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and um greg too like both, both of them like understand the assignment like the other yeah. men do not uh but yeah um i don't know if, if amy you were gonna steer this my bad i feel i'm no, jumping no. the shit i'm like i'm <laughs> taking the car like the wheel is just <laughs> the other direction like kaylee said that's why you're here because <laughs> people can predict our thoughts at this point <laughs> but uh, i also yeah. so Greg told Katie that he's falling and then as of right now, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the only guy she'd said it back to, correct? Like, I'm mm. falling. I think Is so. Like, I, I think she's told Michael A that she's, like, crazy about him or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm. She could see herself as Blake, but she said that to you know, the camera. Mm-hmm. That's so upsetting because I that's uh, I've been wanting to say this on, on the podcast. I heard like from the beginning that Greg and I think it was I think it was Thomas were alternates for Claire's season. It, it, did y'all? Oh, did y'all hear uh, that? No, I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I knew was that Greg. Greg was I didn't know he was alternate. I thought maybe he was like, you know, how there was like that first cast release in March and yeah. then that was canceled. Um, I never went yeah. back and looked at that list, but I heard he was on that list. Yes, I know it was definitely Greg. I can't remember. It was Greg and one other person. I want to say it was Thomas, but I cannot I it was remember. Carl. Was it Carl? Okay, that might be it. And you, you guys brought it up. He's an actor. Like I, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's still kind of giving me like Matt and Rachel vibes. Like mm. Greg gives her the absolute least out of mm. all the guys to me, and she still likes him the most. And then we, I feel like we're getting the absolute least out of the edit from him as well. So like, why am I getting sucked into a shtick though? Like I. <laughs> have such a crush on Greg <laughs> but I think that's what you're supposed to I think I know I'm, they're I'm grooming him 
for Bachelor. Like, I think they're grooming him for Bachelor. I don't think um, he would make a particularly compelling lead, though. Not at all. I, but that, I'm not a Greg fan. So, I, 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 yeah, I really think they pegged him as Bachelor, like, from the beginning. And they were like, we want you to fall in love with Greg. But we don't necessarily want Katie to fall in love with Greg. <laughs> you know? Um, and so, I, I just, I don't, I don't buy it. But there's nothing bad about it about him like I, I he's cute he's very shy he doesn't say much um he wasn't the one it was connor b right that was always playing get the guitar every yeah. single second he yeah. that's what i thought so like i i don't know I, I like greg but i feel like he's being shoved down my throat in a sense like it's so weird i just said i don't get much from him but i still feel like they are like like abc is pushing him he's like on all the promos he's like the first dude we saw like when they announced the guys like i think they are really trying to make greg happen and i you know i'm not surprised that like just the rumors i don't know i don't know the spoilers are like that he may like leave at some point so he he does give me very much the um I think you guys said it last week that he, you don't think he'll make it. He's giving me that whole like, oh, I think uh, like Brendan from Patient mm. Season. I think I'm yeah. going to bow out here now. Yeah. Or like an Ali Fedotowski almost. The uh, Frank from. No, when she left. When oh, she, was she like, left on oh, hers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she, she was like, oh, I can't do this. And then, then she was the bachelor. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going mm. old school with his inspiration. Like, hey, it worked for Ali Fedotowski. Like, you yeah. just back out, get far enough. Um, like playing and, the long game instead of Thomas. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. And, and, and um, what the dude I talked about last time I was on here who uh, with, De- with Desiree. Um, oh, um, oh, uh, uh, the, the, ba- the G? Yeah. Something weird. Babes. Babes. Brooks. Brooks? Brooks. Yeah. It was Brooks. Yep. Brooks. There it was. I I keep thinking it's a G. Yes. Brooks. Oh, that was so cringy. Still one of my favorite bachelorette moments. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if it's because he like. I feel like every time we see him, it's like, oh, I'm I'm like this so hard for me to be here. You know, there's always like a contestant on The Bachelor. There's always a woman that's doing that, too. Like, it's so hard Mm -hmm. for me. And maybe that sucks her in. It's like, oh, like he could leave at any second. Like I feel insecure and that's not a great dynamic. But if she's like, has an anxious attachment style, then it's like, oh, like he has to stay. Like we have the strongest connection and like, what's so hard Mm -hmm. about it for him? Like he knows where he sits with her. Um, It seems like he gets along with the guys. The guys are spilling information to him and he's just kind of behind the scenes. And, um, you know, his buddy Connor just left. But I think other than that, like he should be feeling pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's just like uh, Matt and Rachel from last season as well. Yeah. Not not exactly that yeah. dynamic. Let me not let me put that out there. Not exactly that <laughs> dynamic. But definitely it was her saying like, oh, you know, feeling very confident and, and wanting all his time and yeah. and him, you know, you know, reciprocating to her. So I don't know. I, I, I like Greg. I do. But I just something is just throwing me off about him. Something, something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so this is going back to the Justin date, but I just had this thought. I need to get you guys to talk me out of this as happening. But, you know, we see someone show up on Katie's season. She's like, you're the last person I expect to see. Um, and we see her saying, like, she wants to leave, like, mm-hmm. stop filming. Are they going to bring her biological dad on the season? <gasps> no. Oh, my God. 
That would be like the worst thing ever. I know. But, but didn't they, they brought Matt's dad I on know. last year. Oh my god, that is horrendous. Don't <laughs> put that in the universe. I know it's already been filmed. But please don't put that in the I universe. I really hope not, but I'm like, wait a minute. Like, when she told that story and that came, like, I was like, wait, would they do that? <laughs> like, somebody that you haven't had a relationship with yet? Somebody that could, like, cause you to get upset? Everything's chugging along smoothly? Don't so. do this to me, please. But another contender, it could be the person who has a, the next one-on-one date. So that could be. But we didn't talk about um, how she ends up like throwing up. Do you think she just oh, yeah. got sick and they made it look like it was what Hunter said? Because I don't think the Hunter I, conversation was that. I am somebody dramatic. who, if I have a panic attack, I will throw up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and the it's just, this was just so freaking annoying from Trey, Aaron, and James. Like, Guys, like, why would you do this and on every group date, on yeah. every cocktail party? Like, when Andrew S. was talking about it with the whole Thomas situation, I was on Andrew S.'s side because I, I, I said the exact, I thought the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of ridiculous then. And I'm still like, I, I don't know. I, w- I was one of those people who I didn't think Thomas did anything too bad to me. And, and I agreed that, like, you don't come on the Bachelor the Bachelorette not thinking you're gonna be the Bachelor Bachelorette. Come on, y'all are lying. Like you're legit lying. So Yeah, like it crosses your mind. It really does. It, exactly. Just like ending up with the lead crosses your mind. Exactly. So, right? Like Yeah. So but I kinda like and Trey I think this is where Trey messed up because Trey I thought had a really good connection with her at the very beginning and because she said every time I'm around him it's fun it's light where you know I love being around him and then he started to make it his mission to you know call people out and put her in this this position where she didn't want to be around him anymore so I I wasn't shocked that he went home and he really lost the plot and I kind of you know I think when he had told her about Thomas and then she you know uh validated that type of behavior by giving him the mm-hmm. rose that's what's been she's been validating the men's behavior for like calling people out since the beginning and i get why she's doing it but this is this was the episode where it all came to fruition um and why we saw who you know all of those people went home and stuff like that and i just i was like you guys come on this is the fourth person the fourth person (laughs) you know i was like Mm -hmm. oh yes get cody out yes i don't like him Mm -hmm. and then you know and then who who else was it? it was uh carl okay all right carl yes okay i can see that one get him out thomas all right i was like oh, i'm a little iffy on this one and then the hunter <laughs> and then the hunter stuff i was like like i think the editing has been tr- trying to make hunter a certain way like i don't think he's overly doing anything else anybody else want to be doing i just think they're they're showing it so much you know yeah. they yeah, you know, they're giving him all of those diary rooms or, or whatever. The That's interview. exactly how I'm feeling about Hunter. Yeah. I feel like he really didn't do anything that egregious. Exactly. Um, it's just they needed somebody new to, like, be mad at. And he was it. And they, yeah. had to, like, they had to, like, show why he was it. Yes, why he was the target. And it's just like, y'all, come on, like... Like she, you got the first three out. Now just yeah. <laughs> just focus on yourselves. I can't believe they kept pushing it like that, especially Trey. 
And it, yeah, yeah, Trey, come on, buddy. And like, I wonder if for Katie, it's not as much as like listening to the guys and going with what they say and necessarily trusting it. Or if it's more of like, I don't really see a complete future with Hunter. This drama isn't worth it. Like, I don't like him enough yep. to mm-hmm. keep mm-hmm. the drama in the house. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. It's messy and I'm over it. And I just want us <laughs> to, I just want us to focus on the love. Agreed. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what's happening with this next date Um, and the rose ceremony that follows as we really cut down the guys in this one. Um, But the next one-on-one goes to Connor. He didn't hear his name on the date card before and he could not be more excited for this date, how she wants to spend the whole day with him. And, you know, he was somebody I thought would get a one-on-one a lot earlier and boy he got like the worst date i mean i love caitlin and jason but it just seemed like a setup from the beginning like an extended breakup scene what did you guys think (laughs) yeah this was an absolute snooze fest of a date and mari i feel like how you feel about greg is kind of how i feel about connor where i'm Mm. just like wondering what else is underneath but then Mm. later on we see him go like say goodbye to the guys and they're all upset and crying. I'm like, well, what am I missing? Like, like I trust that this guy is probably a good dude. If all of the guys like him or in mm-hmm. like the way him and Katie broke up, like I thought he was very respectful and like kind about it and understanding. And he was comforting her, even though he knew like what was happening. Um, I, I just, I feel like I just, Maybe I just don't want to be sung to at all ever. <laughs> That's really clouding my perspective. Yeah, I, I honestly think I think Connor is a good dude. I just think he it. I don't think he was here for the right reason, mm-hmm. to be quite honest, because we said in the beginning, well, you guys said because I, of course, was talking along with you guys in my head while I was listening <laughs> to the podcast um, that he came in the cat suit, right? He started mm-hmm. in the cat suit. He was shocked it worked. You know, half the time he couldn't believe <laughs> he was still there. Yeah. I think I just think his it's a it was a combination of his confidence level. I don't think he was confident enough to be like, "Oh my god, this is like actually working. She actually likes me." Mm-hmm. Um and just the also the whole yeah, him playing his music every chance he got. I was like, "Dog, like, like it's not gonna happen. Give it up. Um, so I, I don't I don't think he left because he wasn't a good guy. He's clearly a good mm-hmm. guy. He was a good guy with Katie. Katie points out how good of a guy he is. The guys loved him. I just think that like she said, they just had no spark. They have no chemistry and you can't fake that. You know what I'm saying? You you really can't. It, if you kiss somebody and you don't like it, that's you know, you have to give it up. And um I think that I think that that's all there really is to it. Some people aren't just aren't meant for each other especially when you have 24 other options to make out with and it's like (laughs) this kiss is like terrible week to week um yeah um Haley, don't go to his instagram because he came out with a song that he wrote about their breakups oh god (laughs) yeah i I swear to god if any one of you send this to me (laughs) 
<laughs> I will immediately block you. And real quick, because I, I, I didn't watch Caitlyn's season. Um, I watched the beginning and I didn't like the whole making them choose type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jason wasn't on her season, correct? He was on. No, no, no on my Becca's. friend. He was on. He was on Becca's season. Top three of Becca's gotcha. season. Oh, top three. Okay, okay. And he, I I, you know, we talk a lot about like Nick Files glow up, but yeah, he's really like taking the gel out of the hair like i think caitlin and her stylist have done like you know he's like way cuter than he was on that season he was cute back then but yeah i'm in Mm -hmm. (laughs) what can i say i'm in (laughs) yeah they're a cute couple yeah so he's just not like i love their charm like they are both like the same level of charming and i love that jason like never takes away from caitlin's sparkle he like emerges it Yes. Yes. And he, you know, they kind of knew they were going to like be together and that they were going to get married and like that the proposal was coming. And I was like, oh, he'll probably do like Dancing with the Stars finale or he'll, you know, maybe on the season when, you know, she's hosting something, but not. No, he did it like kind of a low key, like while they were recording a podcast or she thought they were going to record, you know, so it was still like a something that they could capture but it wasn't like taking away from something she was doing and like Mm -hmm. which i think a lot of guys would do to kind of be like okay here i'm gonna come on your stage (laughs) so (laughs) um yeah very cute couple um kind of one of those unexpected ones um that lasted so um yeah they're just like it would be a fun date but not like for a first date for a one-on-one because then you're not one-on-one it was like a double date and they're just grilling playing volleyball so there was no time for katie to really for them to connect i would think that if she was like really motivated to see like if they could get that physical spark then she would choose him for one of those like tantric yoga dates or something like let's see if like (laughs) we're just missing it and this will spark it but instead of like having a long game date and then you're like okay it's already on this one kiss before we head out and then it goes to commercial break and we don't know if it's a good kiss or a bad kiss at that point until he's all dressed up in his suit we come back from commercial break looking good i like haven't seen him that dressed up before but she shows up at his door in her hoodie and jeans crying (laughs) and yikes I felt really bad for him because at first you know i think he just thought like maybe she got some terrible news or something you know like oh my god like our dates delayed and then he figured out where where it was going mm-hmm. Sorry, what she was saying yeah this hurt a little bit like i just i i don't know it was just it was sad and i you could tell he was sad and he didn't expect it but he was trying to be supportive mm-hmm. and know where it was going like i'm glad he didn't pull like a joe and freak out on her and give her the silent <laughs> treatment or anything right right yeah mm-hmm. yeah this was this was very sad I did I man Connor this I was like oh man Connor like (laughs) like she said even in that moment he was like worried about her and it it just sucks because just honestly sometimes you are just not compatible with something it is it is okay um what is the over under that Connor comes to paradise 100 percent he he was was in the release today (laughs) okay great yeah awesome yeah so yeah, it seems like that that made a lot of sense for him to go there. Um, I thought you were going to ask 
what is what are the chances that he's the one that shows back up like if there's a guy that was eliminated that shows um, back up because i don't know that there's any coming back from if she's like yeah like the kiss is not there like you can't yeah. come back and be like oh i was working on this <laughs> it's better he, now he's like a lot of hands on the back of the head like more yeah. than i would prefer personally but yeah and so weirdly placed like every time he, <laughs> it was always like under the hair up the it was like was he washing her hair like it was so funny so con- and then yeah. he, he even made the joke like how bad of a kisser am i yeah <laughs> oh no oh it was so bad yeah. i feel bad i i think he took it very well like good on him mm-hmm. um but i just I'm not devastated to see him go like like the guys were. <laughs> um, yeah, the guy, I I I genuinely loved how ups, like and I'm not like reveling in their upsetness. Yeah. Like I loved how much they cared for each other that like there was literally dudes crying that this guy was leaving. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of those tears were things like Trey crying was maybe something we'd seen in one of the previews before, you know, like it just was like, oh, that's where that moment came from. But is this the first where we get to see the guy come back instead of, you know, the security guard grabbing their suitcase? Because I feel like they love that yes. for one on one. Amy, I was my jaw was on the floor. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. the most shocking part of the episode for me. <laughs> yep, yeah. that was my main question. I was going to ask you guys. I was like, did I miss something? Has this happened before? <laughs> Not that I remember. Yeah. Wow. So why yeah. do you think they decided that? Was it because he was crying and they wanted like to see I that moment? If, or I wonder if they asked, if he asked. Yeah, but that wouldn't. Mm. I don't think that would stop them from being cruel about it before. You know, just be like, no, like you have to go out now, and we have to have this moment of pulling the suitcase yeah. away. And <laughs> yeah, but did it look like his suitcase was ready? Because it, you know, what I'm saying? did showed- it look like he had to go somewhere to get it? I mean, they did show him like putting it somewhere, like that he had packed it up. Mm. So okay, so yeah. yeah, he did pack it. And I, I'm I'm assuming this is just another like um, casualty or whatever of the pandemic era because mm-hmm. it's not like they were off somewhere right. when they right had their, their, their date. Yeah, they were on the premises. Yeah. So he was probably just upstairs in when his he got room because right? he was still yeah, in his yeah, room. he was yeah. even on date that at that point yeah and i wonder if because like usually it's like somebody they're really excited to see like okay i don't think he's gonna make it through and then they're watching to see if they come back in the door or not but i don't think any of the guys were questioning they're just like well obviously he's coming back you know because he had been a front runner at the beginning with um right. how he hit it and, off with her and then and then you got to remember, she did that before the date. So they probably, the, oh, when he just yeah. showed up, you know, it, the timing was completely True. off. Like they, you know, they weren't even on Thinking the date. at that point yet. Yeah. Yeah, at that point. So, you know, I, I, man, that was rough. I, that just made that even rougher. To, like just, mm-hmm. just watching all the guys, because all the guys were really like sad. So mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad he's coming on Paradise. So. Yeah. Um... So this other part was interesting to me because um, not long after that is when we get the scene. We thought maybe this was Blake showing up on the season, mm-hmm. but this is when he has his boombox and is playing um, the song, I guess, that they dance to. Um, the other thing the musician Max pointed out is like, 
he was like, I wonder what real song he was playing because it definitely wasn't that yeah. like live performance that he danced to. You know, like, I absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he was playing the say anything music, but um, anyway, she like is so excited about this move and how romantic she didn't know he could be so romantic. Um, what are the chances that he came up with this? And <laughs> at all uh uh, zero zero percent there amy like clearly production sent blake in there like clearly i'm oh my god that was just so ridiculous i was like this is ridiculous it's like here you just sent home the guy you have the least sexual chemistry with listen (laughs) you are the guy that has the highest like what is happening here And then that kiss in the hallway again. I don't like watching people kiss. Why do I force myself <laughs> to do this? But it was just so like I know they were going for like passion. I was like, okay, whatever, passion. Which but it was also motel hallway. <laughs> yes, it was so weirdly shot. Like the the cameraman shot it as if it was like some sort of rom com, Fifty Shades of Grey type thing. I'm like, and he has to be like two feet away from them so uh-huh. how are you doing all this making out with this cameraman it was weird i don't know i but i get it i i mean the pr- production got a production they're gonna mm-hmm. produce they're gonna send their favorites in and I, I thought it was cute you could tell it, it lifted katie's spirits up but come on blake did they not write a good lie for you though like she was like yeah what made you what made you want to come and and see me up uh, uh. <laughs> yeah seeing that he was crying i knew you had to be upset right so yeah <laughs> there was one season was that Haley? was that nick vial that was like on caitlin's season that like knew to like whenever there was like a date cut short it was like okay well i'm gonna go you know like take the time yeah because um, he had that move with caitlin i think she had sent someone away um where they hooked up in her room I feel like that was like after, maybe it was just after a group date or something, but um, there's some parallels with Blake and Nick Vial, like when they showed up in the season, how they knew the the lead before. I love showing up to the room move. Yeah, it's smart, for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. But what, usually when we see this happen, it's like the other guys are like, wait, where's Blake? Where, you know, what happened? Mm. They're all in their hotel room, so they don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. that's true. They're not all hanging out together. So, yeah. All right, we get the rose ceremony, and the guys are shocked to see that there's um, only six roses to give out. Justin, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so we we keep hearing that this season like was like, uh, yeah. was shortened just because the sure. PD was um, finished with it. Is this the week do, that? we kind of expedited the process a little bit more. It seemed like it went like we had more eliminations than normal. Seven, like they're left with seven guys now. That doesn't seem like a normal number. Like, doesn't it go like eight to six or something or. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we're going down to three next or to four next week. Because they were like two weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, Man, that was another one of my questions. I'm like, oh, Katie got a whole bunch of these dudes out of the paint. She's like, I don't have time. And I mm-hmm. don't blame her because they spent their whole time talking about Hunter. Mm-hmm. That was, they deserved it. They I all think she even had a trio. Yeah. <laughs> she got rid of them, like the the investigators. Um, She 
even have lines about that kind of like she has said something like you know there's just not time for it to be made up at this point like I have strong connections and like there's not catching up like she was just more straightforward about what I think all the Mm -hmm. leads are feeling is like yeah you can't catch up at a certain point the way the show is structured if you don't have that one-on-one like at this point like it's pretty hopeless for Mike P and Brendan who somehow made it through but we see nothing with their connections um they're obviously gonna be cut next week right so (laughs) it's just strange but she's at least calling it out like you know what there's just the people i'm moving forward with i see potential with um other the people i'm letting go like we can't catch up at this point so i think the guys probably knew at least most Mm -hmm. of them like who was in danger who wasn't yeah yeah and and again that's what they get they spent their the precious little time that they had talking about another man instead of building their own connection so i don't mm-hmm. feel bad for them you know especially trey because i was uh, trey we're rooting for you we were all rooting for you yeah. i really liked him at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season and i think he had a good basis to start mm-hmm. off with her like like a very like strong friendship and he just I, he just got into his head and yeah. decided to go on a, like a, a witch hunt yeah. type deal so I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. I, think the, I think the other two I think Aaron and, and James had no chance so um, <laughs> that's why I'm mostly like I feel like Trey was the one who dropped the ball here because he was a little bit further um, in the running than I think the two of them were yeah, um, and I think um, the other one that, so the last Rose called out, it was, you know, looking to be like, is it going to be Hunter? But she starts out, hand, like, handing the Rose to Hunter, calling him, holding a Rose, walks out with him, talks with him, and so they're all like, okay, she's walking out with a Rose, but he just joins the men again after their chat, so that was kind yeah, of a strange like, move. Yeah, what was the point? Right. Where, where did she get from that conversation yeah. that provided so much clarity to send them? send him home right especially if she, uh, why like, couldn't that have been done before like i i, I know why it wasn't is because so they could have that moment of like what because i was like what hunter's being called first like yeah. this is wild mm-hmm. um, but you know yeah yeah especially when they were like she's does i'm not doing cocktail party because i know what i'm gonna do so it was just all for show yeah it was a milking definitely a milking yeah, I think he should have stayed in over Brendan because I just haven't seen anything with them at all. So mm-hmm. it's like, just keep Hunter in for the drama for another week. Like, I would love to see it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah the, so it's Hunter, Aaron, the trio, <laughs> Trey and James, the box guy going home. I think most of those guys are going to paradise, right, Healy? Yeah, I think they all are. The three, the wow. trio. <laughs> so they're there to, yeah cite the wrong reasons for everyone else probably fight with you know um thomas and carl are both in the cast i believe so. oh, god. <laughs> oh my god we so- oh my gosh yeah mm. well <laughs> um to that. yeah anything else that showed up in the next week's preview that stood out to you guys i'm kind of drawing a blank oh it seemed very dramatic we yeah. had i I think we had the her running to Andrew. Oh yeah. And then um we I had, wish I could run to Andrew. I'm telling you, what what? Um we had her and Greg kissing in the rain. Oh, yeah. If I remember. Oh, so Greg again. is probably gonna get another one on one and that'll be dr- yeah. like a cause drama. I, I'm trying to think 'cause I 'cause I I I 
double watch both of the last two episodes again, um, just to freshen up. And I can't remember if the Blake "I'm Not in Love with You" thing is in yeah, the next week or if they. I think that yeah, was in there. but I think it's gonna be kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay, I can see it. They're going to give Greg another one-on-one, so then it's to be like Mike P and Brendan being like WTF, like we haven't had one. And yeah. yeah. But but I think they kind of showed her if I, I, I they showed her making time for each of them cuz even if if Greg gets the one-on-one, it's still only like, you know, four or five people left. Right. So I think they showed her like kind of getting individual time with the guys even on the group date if yeah Yeah. maybe there's a two-on-one coming up who knows but oh my god i forgot we haven't had a two-on-one yeah yeah, we just chopped four people before we got a two-on-one which (laughs) oh my god i know there's not like any rivals left really so maybe they won't do one this season yeah Hmm. all right so let's we don't have that many questions this week. My bad. <laughs> I forgot to put the thread up. You know how you can guarantee that your question yeah. gets seen by me and Good I point. don't forget to put up a thread? Email us at bachelorrehapup at gmail.com. Perfect. So we have some of those questions that came in. This is from George. Hi, ladies. Two questions for you. Did you find the lack of insults during the debate to be a charming breath of fresh air with the guys, or would you like to have seen at least some playful jabs between friends? Okay, I think we covered that. <laughs> yeah, like I just wanted some charm. I didn't need like, um, like hardcore insults or anything, right. but I just wanted some like charm hilarity like that we get in the reading challenges on drag race mm-hmm. yes exactly we wanted some shade we wanted some jokes we wanted some light reads like they even showed them how to do it i'm so upset mm-hmm. about this all over again <laughs> yeah i did i am upset <laughs> <laughs> and then if the lead was going to let you go would you rather be let go on a one-on-one date be let go on a dreaded two-on-one date be let go during a group date or be let go at a rose ceremony as always thanks for the fun podcast i think i'd choose rose ceremony yeah i say being on the group date is the most embarrassing (laughs) yeah uh definitely rose ceremony i think if i had to choose second maybe a Two on one, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you're mm-hmm. like, well, I just had one person as my competition, so what can you do? But one on one, I'd be like, oh, it's all about me. <laughs> um, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then another one. Oh, quite a few questions. So we have to break these down. These are from Allie. Hi, Haley and Amy. Would love your take. One, what was more awkward, Katie telling the guys that they can't masturbate or Justin and Katie having to play dress up and do a pretend wedding like five-year-olds on the playground? <laughs> God, I would hate doing both of them so much. Yeah. Um, I guess the wedding thing, because it's not like she has to personally police the yeah. the whoa, whoa, whoa challenge. <laughs> so following up on that, two, why does Katie want them to not whack off? I don't know. I don't really get it. (laughs) None of us understand that. (laughs) Three, are the men more in love with Connor than Katie? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I think a lot of them have true connections with Katie. (laughs) Four, are super fans Hunter and Tajwan from Colton season made for each other? Okay, I don't remember that Tajwan was a super fan. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Paradise? No. Yeah. <laughs> Center on Paradise? <laughs> right. We don't know for sure yet. Because they haven't named, like, who's arriving later, right? They just uh, named the initial cast. The initial cast. cast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Five, I've not watched RuPaul's Drag Race, but I feel like roasting is not something they do on that show. Wouldn't having the guys dress up and drag be better? Let me tell you something. On Drag Race, they have plenty of roast and 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 that's another thing like me and Haley were saying they could have done a, a, a drag race style roast where each one of them came up and then roasted you know <sighs> nope they do roast on drag race they do reads on drag race and honestly I don't want to see them force these straight men into drag um into drag and make them uncomfortable because it's just going to make me uncomfortable watching how uncomfortable they are so <laughs> I, I'm good. I, I just think uh, the men fumbled the bag on that competition. Yeah, I just I um I wouldn't want to see it done as like a fun fun joke. I love when they do the makeover challenges on Drag exactly. Race. Um, mm-hmm. Like my favorite one was the uh, crew makeover, and I, I think all of those men were straight men, but they had such an, uh, because they were a cast and crew, and they've been watching Drag Race from, like, three meters away, they, their whole, like, the whole time, they approached it with such love and respect that mm-hmm. I don't think exactly would come with it being on The Bachelor, which is never, you know, as much as they like to center the show about love and respect, it's never really been about love and respect that part <laughs> um, and then this one is from Stacy. do you think the producers gave Blake the idea to cheer up Katie or is that something men can ask for on their own and make happen so I think they like let him he might have asked you know like is she available or something because he has been on the show before and maybe had some insight that mm. you know maybe they would let me but I think but he's also a dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, how can you say that? I'm sorry. Blake is probably a really nice guy. It just, it, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just don't know. Yeah, I kind of, I, I didn't think about it mm-hmm. about him not doing it himself because, again, I'm a naive little child. Um. But I gotta say, like, I buy into I buy into Blake and Katie's chemistry. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. I, For sure. Yes, I I definitely think they have a very high sexual chemistry. I don't know if the emotional um, yeah. component has caught up to that, though. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get to the draft results. Week six, or Hapshulerette draft results are in. This is from at George CTV. Follow him for the updated scores each week. Um, he does a great job tracking everything. Um, Amy extended her lead thanks to one-on-one dates by Connor and Justin. Oh, I did not even realize that Justin was on my team. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, everyone is down to two of their picks left. Amy leads with 92. Haley is second with 76. And Brian is third with 58. The listeners have 20. So they are on the board still with Blake on their team. All right. So let's see. Brian has Greg and Mike P. I have um, Michael A. and Justin. And Haley, you have Brendan and Andrew S. So We all each have know. one real winner and one, one. real loser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, so this could go any which way. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So let's dive in. We've been hinting at the Bachelor in Paradise cast since we didn't have as many questions this week. Let's let's check this out. Okay, I'm pulling it up. I think it's on the Bachelor in Paradise Instagram. Um, There's a lot of places where it would they would have it. But yeah, so we'll start with the. um, It says we promise there are more to come. So they're introducing the four guys who um, got eliminated this last episode that will be on the beach. Aaron, James, Trey, and Connor. Do any of those guys bring up, you know, like a pairing that you could see, um, someone that you're hoping is down there for them, or who do you think will do well? Who do you think will be out night one? Who will be the intriguing, like, ooh, we don't know anything about you because we haven't seen your season. So do we know any of the women that are already? Um... Yeah, so let's get to the, the cast review. Because I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at any of it. Okay, so um, Abigail from oh, yeah. Matt James, Brendan from Tasha Season, yes. mm-hmm. Deandra. What season was she on? I don't, I don't. I've never seen this woman before. <laughs> <laughs> could be Colton. Could be um, Peter. Maybe I, she yeah. may have never been. I don't maybe. think she was. I don't think she was Colton season. I, I watched that one. Okay, probably Peter's season then. Like she, um, is she was stunning. an early boot. I, yeah. I welcome her to to the back yeah, station for the first time. But I, you cannot <laughs> tell me she's been on the show. Okay. <laughs> the next slide shows Ivan, who yeah. I'm excited to see there. Yes. Uh, I love Ivan. Yes. Sorry, I love Ivan. I'm so excited for him. Yeah, and he Oof. made a statement like he was not gonna be there if Chris Harrison was hosting and we know Chris Harrison is Ooh. out of the franchise so yeah so he is there um Jesenia and this was kind of a surprising one to me just because I thought maybe he was done with you know like kind of moved on the alum um grocery store Joe from Becca season who's already been on Paradise and uh, like ooh. yeah I didn't know they they broke up with Kendall yeah. yeah, probably about a year or two ago at this point. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, wait, guys, I tell you, when I do, <laughs> I don't know any of these people's business unless yeah. until they're on Paradise, and right. we, we skipped the season. So, oh man, that really sucks. Yeah, oh. I know. So, but mm-hmm. he's fun to watch. I think. Um, easy on the eyes. Yeah. Okay, Carl from this season. Uh-huh. Kelsey from Peter's season. So okay, it's hard for me to remember season. Peter's season at this point, but th- they yeah. were the ones who were like expecting to be on Paradise and it seemed yeah, like a lot of them yeah. were fighting for it and then it was canceled. So she yeah. still made it through. Um, Kenny from Clarentasia's oh, season. I don't like him either. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at it now. Oh. I, I think I kind of liked Kenny. I think yeah. he, um, what if, I don't like I'm the tattoos. I, don't like I was going to say, asteroid. I cannot trust a guy with ta- two star tattoos that close to his penis. <laughs> ew, don't. Ew, I hate I that I said that on a podcast. I thought he was nice. I, I thought I remember him being very nice and sage. He just didn't connect with either one of them. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. I, her, I, I spent some time trolling this, uh, not trolling, trawling the <laughs> spoiler free area of the Bachelor Reddit. Um, oh, brave! You're brave. <laughs> and I've seen many a thing where he um, enjoyed um, light and casual intercourse with bachelor fans. Oh, oh, okay. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I lo- I pulled up this post on um, 
on my Instagram. And you know how like it always you can see like one person who liked it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to guess who the one person who liked it on what? my on my account is? Wait, which post is this? The the cast oh. post. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. It's my good friend Doug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I didn't funny. realize Doug was so into following back on Paradise yeah. on Instagram. That's so funny. Where are my double taps, Doug? Why aren't you liking every single one of my Instagram posts? You're out here like in the Bachelor cast reveal. Come on, man. Uh, we also have Mari from mm-hmm. Matt season. Marissa I'm also drawing a blank. Um, I think she was an early boot from she and Peter's season or Colton season. Uh, again, I have never seen that woman before. Yeah, she's gorgeous, Ari, great. Like, let's bring her in. Can't wait. Yeah. And Natasha. Natasha I'm excited to see Natasha. Well, I'm, I'm so thrilled. I love Natasha. Yeah, she was top what season six, was she from? Peter's. She was on Peter's and she was like the only woman over 30 on that yeah. season. <laughs> Yeah, wow. and she wasn't afraid to speak up and just kind of, I don't know, she didn't get a, she wasn't meant to be with Peter, but yeah, she's mm-hmm. a great Who is? character. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have Noah from Claire and Tasha season, or just Tasha season, right? He wasn't with Claire season. Yeah, Tasha. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, he was really young, right? He was the yeah. really young one. Mm-hmm. Young. and the quote-unquote villain mm-hmm. i'm thinking that i don't see bennett on this list but i think if bennett's in paradise like he would be brought in you know kind of to be a foil oh, to God. Noah. yeah oh man and then we have the two serenas from matt james season yeah excited to see mm-hmm. them back then we have tajuan from colton season she looks amazing in this photo wow she is so beautiful yeah amazing Tammy from Peter season, Queen Victoria from Matt season, who's blonde. Again, wow. I have never seen this woman, but I remember Victoria from the season. This is not her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I did see the the other Victoria right next to her post about how they retouched her picture. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> did y'all see that? Yes. Yeah. And she was like, like, yeah. It, it doesn't look and like don't her. get me wrong, she looks great in this photo, but they just like right. airbrushed the F out of her and like yes. she took the picture and she was like, uh, this is what I actually look like that day. <laughs> but <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> that was the uh, one post I did see. I was like, oh my gosh, they this is a whole different person. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I did love that from her. Amazing. Oh, this paradise. Oh, this is going to be so great. I love all the women from Matt James season. I, uh, we need, I I need Abigail to find somebody. Serena P. I I love all the girls. The men. (laughs) (sighs) Ivan. (laughs) Brendan is there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Then. I can see Aaron being popular down there. I think Aaron might be more comfortable down there. It didn't seem like he had a big connection with um, (laughs) with Katie, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I think he'll be more at home in paradise. Oh my god, I can't. Did they say when this is gonna? um, When is this gonna premiere? August. I want to say 18th, but that might just be nothing. Yeah. August eighth, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's definitely in August. 
I remember <laughs> really liking um, August sixteenth. August sixteenth. Oh, nice. I remember really liking like Claire and Tasha's men. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna need them to find more of them. <laughs> I agree. Uh, to say the least. So also, I love that Kevin Went posted on that post of the cast being like, "This, this is stupid. It never works." Well, it was a joke because oh, okay. he very much met his uh, future yeah. wives. On- oh, uh, Ashton and Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Love Dean that. is commenting on there. I don't know why, but I'd risk it all for Aaron. <laughs> Dean, if you don't go sit down somewhere. <laughs> and then there's tons of people commenting like, "Hey, I haven't watched the episode yet." Spoiler alert. <laughs> Because they just yeah, showed like yeah, I think you'd be shocked that like Connor went. So yeah. Um yeah, any couple like any natural pairings that you see out of these I'm really trying to look at like there's so, so many amazing like women. Okay, so Ivan, let's see, Ivan. Okay, Ivan and maybe Abigail. Ooh. I just want Abigail to find yeah. love. I love exactly. her so much. I, I've been in anybody, to be quite honest. I really feel like he can connect with anybody. Serena, is that Serena C? It was? Yeah. yeah. Serena C might have a good connection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just give me more Ivans. We need more Ivans. All the women are just good for them. I I love Matt James's women. I just did not like Matt James's season. So I really hope they get like some really good um, choice of choice of dudes. <laughs> yeah, I think Brendan and Abigail would be cute too. Um, oh yeah, I love Brendan. I'm looking, maybe just because they're standing next to each other in this <laughs> these slides, but Kelsey and Kenny maybe would be an interesting pairing. Um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're right. They look cute together, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, Carl. I don't. Who's going to go for Connor? Anyone? <laughs> uh, I feel like. I feel like maybe the women on the season aren't a great match for what it is that Connor's bringing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think Katie was the the exception there. Maybe that's why he's so shocked that everything was working out for him. But yeah, I hope Trey finds somebody and like isn't out there like doing what he's doing on Katie's season. That's very true. I think because I, I forget how much I really like Trey, those first few episodes. Yeah. So I think if he really hadn't gotten bogged down in those weeds there, I, I think I would be a little bit more excited about him going into Paradise. But I mean, I am excited for him. I think he can definitely make a lot of connections with a lot of these women, um, at least from like Matt James' season. Him and Tajwan might be a very fun pair Ooh, together. Oh, that would be such a fun pairing. That would. Yeah. So I'm excited. Now I can't wait for, for BIP. Yeah. Um, and Katie tweeted, uh, he's the greatest. I can't handle this um, with a picture of her in the ball pit with Trey. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. they're still good. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I have something to say. It's hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Doug liked that post. Did you get any takes from him this week? Oh, I sure did. You know what? <laughs> For a guy who said he wasn't gonna probably watch this season, he sure has been sending in takes every single week. 
<laughs> that's my shade at Doug. Yeah. Um, just kidding, Doug. We're best friends and you know that. Um, he said, this show needs a better narrator so badly. Even Clay could do a better job than the guy they hired. Please do an impression of Clay saying something about the show being the most dramatic season ever. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Bachelorette. Uh, it's going to be the most dramatic episode of all time. Um, I just hope you understand that um, things might not work out. Um, but it's still going to be dramatic. I think I'm losing my clay. We need to see him on the show again. <laughs> just kidding, we don't. <laughs> Was it weird that The Bachelorette, who discouraged bullying, hosted a date that encouraged the men to speak negatively about each other and then send them home for it? <laughs> I mean, I get where you're coming from. Well, I'm not going to mm-hmm. put your foot down. But that's why we need like some charming sh- like reading mm-hmm. and not this weird whatever this is. Back like, and forth. Yep. If you watch Drag Race, like you would get like the lovingness of the reading. Or yeah. like the puppets. Like, yes, what we should have done is puppets. That would have been loves puppets. Everybody loves puppets. Yeah, yeah. Trey has a puppet. <laughs> um, what type of traumatic situation would make you want to throw up? Fun fact, I threw up the morning before I began my first day of school with Haley and Ethan. Luckily, I met some cool people who made me feel far less anxious. That is very oh. sweet. Um, mm. I throw up all the time. Mm. I am an anxious. I, I have a very weak stomach and um, I don't like the feeling of not like feeling like I'm going to puke. So I'd rather just like get it over with. So, yeah, I puke. I, I'm an anxious speaker, so <laughs> that's wow. me, everyone. Hope that was a great conversation for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I was about to say, I don't, I, I don't, I don't puke easily. I'm an anxious. <laughs> I use the bathroom a lot when, I, when I'm anxious. Like, uh, yeah, both of you. Out of context, Twitter. Twitter oh God, no! <laughs> don't that one. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just have a weak stomach. You know what, though? Probiotics really helped me. Um, would you rather be like Brendan and get zero screen time but still get roses that's leading to no endorsement deals or be like Blake and get tons of screen time but also have a cut scene where people suggested that you're pleasuring yourself on national TV? P.S. How long until Blake's first fleshlight Instagram ad? Um, I would rather not be shown. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not yeah. to have the producers put their edit on me. <laughs> yeah, and like like I said, this is what Blake is gonna go down in history for if they keep going down this path. So, but I feel like he's fine with it. Mm, that's true. Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. and lastly, Jason should be contractually obligated to do Buffalo things on any day he's involved in. They should have been eating wings, slamming through tables, and hiring cheap defender attorneys. Maybe <laughs> that would have kept Connor around. Mm, maybe mm. <laughs> and that's it that's all i got from doug all right well that's all we have for this episode but i'd love to hear mari what you're up to i know big brother is back so can we expect to see you sometime soon covering that yes 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 i will be on the live feed updates on thursday morning with Taryn I'm so excited it'll be my first time getting to talk about this season of Big Brother so I cannot wait this has been a great season I was telling you guys a little bit before we started recording there's so much that happened it is only day like so if if that's uh, something you're not tuning into I would highly suggest 
you you tune in at least to the live feeds updates with Taryn every morning because he's doing a great job of trying to wade through <laughs> the madness. <laughs> um, yes, I'm also doing the Wrestling Rehab Up uh, podcast with uh, my co-host Matt Scott every week. Uh, we normally drop on Sundays. And the good thing is this season for season two, we are now on YouTube as well. So if you go oh. on to the Rob Has a Podcast YouTube, you can see video of us talking to amazing guests we've had jason on asia on sasha joseph a lot of uh, class of 2020 years um and the the video version is so much cooler because um we bring up pictures of the the wrestlers uh we had uh <laughs> we had mike bloom and josh wiggler on once <laughs> and mike bloom literally let us post some pictures of him from like over a decade ago in his underwear so go check <laughs> us out you can check us out on youtube just um search for wrestling or half up or go to rob has a, a podcast rob has a podcast at youtube um you can always tweet me on twitter at mari talks too much that's two like the number two i'm always there going back and forth you can at me <laughs> um but other than that it's just been so great being on here with you guys like i say it every time and i mean every word of it i love coming on and just talking about mess messy mess mess we it's always it. a thrill for us for you to talk to us because you're so funny and have such great takes and you see the show with such such a clarity that it's just so much fun to have you on every time. Oh, thank you so much. And one of these days we need to take you up on that offer that you yes. got like yes. two seasons Come ago on. to come right. talk about yes. um, wrestling. Yes. I, t- I will uh, keep in touch with that. I am still scheduling for this season, so I will I will let you guys know. All right. Um, <laughs> and Haley, where can people find you? You can find me on the internet at a strong underscore on twitter and instagram or you can check out what i'm reading at this um the strong library on instagram other than that i'm just kind of living the dream i don't think i've really been i've been like podcast vacationing almost like only doing one Mm. podcast a week it's been it's been weird yeah well i'm excited to see how you can expand like the strong is such like a good branding like you have the strong library you could do like the strong kitchen like what's going to be the next thing amy (laughs) i gotta get that handle right now I'm going to do it's that. Not Thank already you very much. Hopefully, that. it's not taken. Yeah, yeah that's what I was about to say. <laughs> you might have given people, uh, you better get that domain no, quick. We're not, uh, we haven't released the episode yet. So. Oh, it's, it's already one. Oh, it's a no. thing. Oh, yeah, no. it's like a bodybuilder person. Oh, Ooh, I guess that makes okay. sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, something like that. <laughs> All right. Well, this was so much fun. You can find me on Twitter at RHAP Recapper. And yeah, this is probably our longest episode, Mari, with even our <laughs> question thread. Mission wow. accomplished. <laughs> I haven't stayed up this late in weeks. <laughs> it was worth it. All right. Um, until next time. Bye. 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 Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.